Welcome to the Steve Travelly Show on demand. Don't forget to follow this show so you never miss a minute. In Jersey, 101.5. Streets of Union City. To your nighttime radio. Steve Travelly's gets you in the Jersey, no. From 7 till 11. Live, local, and live. Steve Travelly. There we go, Monday night in New Jersey, and so it begins, President's Day. Steve Trevelisse, you and me till 11 o'clock tonight, talking all things Jersey, because it's what we do. Go to nj1015.com, tell you where the best coffee in South Jersey is, hook you up with that. We got, we got an incredible fusion of Jersey food and Cuban food. Pork roll, egg, and cheese, empanada. Or as I like to say, Tallahassee empanada. Find out all about it and where you can get it at nj1015.com. What we're going to find out about tonight is the fact that uh, if your family makes less than $100,000 a year, you could get free tuition. I'm sorry, less than $65,000 a year. You can get free tuition at Rutgers. And if your family makes less than $100,000 a year, Tuition will only cost you $5,000. And uh, this I saw, it, was only, it only came out a few hours ago. Rutgers University from NJ.com will promise students on its flagship campus that they will go to school tuition-free if their families earn less than $65,000 a year under a new financial aid program introduced today. They will also significantly decrease tuition for families that earn less than $100,000 a year. And the way it's set up... Uh, You pay no tuition or fees for all four years at Rutgers if the family has an adjusted gross income of $65,000 or less based on the tax documents. Uh, You will pay no more than $3,000 per year in tuition and fees if the families have an adjusted gross income of $65,000 to $80,000, to $80,000, and pay no more than $5,000 a year if their families have an adjusted gross income of $80,000 to $100,000. Now, the programs do not cover other costs of attending college. Students still have to be required to pay room and board if you live on campus, pay for the books, transportation, other costs, but tuition significantly cut. How do you feel about that? Because for me, as a, as a family who makes more than $100,000 a year, but less than $200,000 a year, I think it sucks. Because it's not fair to those families that make more money that they have to pay more tuition. Why should you be, it's, it's again, it's like why should you be penalized for making more money? 1-800-283-101.5. How do you feel about this? We're doing a town hall tonight. We're doing a town hall Thursday night on alternatives to college because college has gotten way too expensive. And not only has college gotten way too expensive, you know, all the other costs that go with it have gotten way too expensive. Uh, I've got here, join just handed me 10 facts about the cost of college tuition that will truly blow you away. And what Rutgers... You know, just uh, one of the things I was going to talk about tonight and may get to is that uh, the president of Rutgers, Jonathan Halloway, says that it's highly unlikely they'll break even on athletics. 
Rutgers spends $118.4 million on athletics. And they're not going to break even. This is money that Rutgers is wasting, that Rutgers is throwing away, so that they can be in a Big Ten, which they will never win. Greg Schiano is an eight-year, $32 million contract. Where are they going to get the money from? Well, not families that make $65,000 or less. Why should you get bonused for that? Why should you get a break for that? If you want to send your kid to college, then there are ways that you can afford it. Well, get a better job is one. That's what I had to do. Or get other jobs. That's what I had to do. What my wife had to do. You know, what my in-laws, what my, my sister and brother-in-law do. What, what so many people, what the Doyles did. Sandwich, but, you know, anybody put their kids through college. You know, you, there are ways that you figure out to, to put kids through college. Maybe you set up plans when, you, when they're born. You set up savings accounts. They apply for student loans, scholarships. There are all kinds of different ways when you go to college. You know, that you go on these money-begging tours where you go to the university with your grades and you, you basically beg for money. But, but the idea that we're going to give free tuition to families whose income is less than $65,000, well, then you got to think about this. If you're making $70,000, you're screwed. If you're making $100,000 a year in New Jersey is not a lot of money. When you get done with the taxes and the cost of living and the fact that it cost me $56 to fill my Chevy Colorado today, it's not a lot of money. And the idea that we're going to give the $65,000 income free tuition, the $100,000 income $5,000 tuition, and the guy that makes over $100,000 screwed sucks because the guy making over $100,000 is paying taxes, more taxes. And the guy who's paying over $100,000 is, is, is with all the expense that it takes to live in New Jersey is getting screwed. And here we're going to give it to a school that is blowing their money on athletics, knowing that they're never going to make the money back. They have entered into a losing business. We're going into the athletics business. We're going to spend $118.4 million last year and we're never going to win the Big Ten. We're never going to be able to, to, to make this money back. Oh, okay. That's all right. We get to go to the Gimth. How much that ticket cost? Parker's in Tuckerton on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Parker. Good evening. How are you? Just- I'm good. How are you? Love your show. Thank you, pal. Just want to let you know, um, my son went to Rutgers. Right. And I'm still paying for the loans. Did a student loan. My income was less than 100000 Right. With this new program, do we get a refund? So no. So we put our kids already? No. To Rutgers? I don't think so. Uh, can That's you believe really this? It's unfair. It's, it's, yeah. it's completely unfair. You either give everybody free right. college or you give nobody free college. Right. Or, but if you give them, give them free college, the people that already paid to, to go to that school should get a refund. Now, you know they're not going to do that. still paying tax-wise. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. And they, and the college is blowing money on an athletic program that they're never going to recoup. Oh, they, when my son went to school, they, spay, they paid uh, Snooky like $20,000 for 
speaker fee at that school. That's how stupid Rutgers is. You know, that's yeah, how. And you know what? And then the whole thing about sanctuary college and all that, where are they going to get the money from? That's who's going to get it all for nothing. We'll pay again. I'll, I'll pay in again. Once for the student loan and now through my taxes to, to give um, free college to people. It's ridiculous. It is totally ridiculous. Parker, thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5. David, I'm going to give you more time. Morning, and, and uh, Joe, should Rutgers tuition be cheaper for families who make less money? That's the way it's going in New Jersey 101.5. Your calls, 1-800-283-101.5. It's Steve Trevelis, and it's no secret I love my hoops. College pro, it's the best, baby. My team at the Park Sportsbook app has us hoops junkies covered. The Park Sportsbook app, it's the only sportsbook app that I recommend. Numero uno. Nobody does live in-game betting better than the Park Sportsbook app. Make those futures bets now on pro hoops and college hoops before the tournament starts. The Park Sportsbook app is safe and easy to use, and the only app that I recommend. Bet on more than just the score. Bet on individual player performances, game props, and same game parlays, and more. New customers make your first bet risk-free up to $500. Download in the App Store or parkscasino.com slash PA promo code ACTION. The Park Sportsbook app has you covered. It's game time. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Here's fast traffic. It's brought to you by Empowered Queens. Empowered Queens LLC is having a small business women's expo in Donnellan, New Jersey. Save the date, March 12th from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. They're also hosting a networking after party. Order your tickets now at Eventbrite or go to EmpoweredQueensLLC.com. 1-800-283-101.5 is the number. Should Rutgers tuition be free or cheaper for families who make less money? David is in Millmay, New Jersey, on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, David. Hi, Steve. First time caller. Enjoy your show. I'm glad you're here. Thank you. Um, hey, just for clarification, wasn't there a, a, a bill passed last year that all colleges are paying this now, offering this? I don't know if they got it through. I know they, they, they promised it. They were trying to get it through. I think that was community college. Okay. Because my question is whether, whether it's a bill or if Rutgers is doing this on their own, who's paying for it? So I'm sure they're going to get You know eight. who's paying for it, right? So, so if we make more than 100000 we've got to pay more, but it's going to come out of our taxes yeah. Pay more anyway. If you make more than a hundred thousand, then you will pay for your kids to go to school at Rutgers, which is uh, according to what I'm looking at over here, something like uh, twenty nine thousand dollars here. The in state tuition are currently fifteen thousand eight hundred and four dollars a year for the average undergraduate on the New Brunswick Piscataway campus. Room and board adds another thirteen thousand, which would bring the total sticker price to uh, twenty nine two. Uh, so. That's where it stands right now. So if you make less than sixty-five thousand a year, uh, they'll give you the tuition for nothing. Make less than a hundred, you pay five thousand dollars. More than that, we go back to thirteen thousand uh, per year per student. Right, but ultimately the money's got to come from someplace, and it's going to come from the taxpayer. Uh, of course, uh, of course, because that's that's how nice we are. You know, we we take care of each other whether we want to or not. Right. Right. All right, Dave, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Judy's in Lakewood on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Judy. Hi. How you doing? Good. I, I just wanted to say I like the fact that it's not four years of college free. It's only the third and fourth year because you have to do something to get there. That's not what I'm seeing. 
Rutgers University. Wednesday, Wednesday, they told me that it said it was for third and fourth year students. That, I see that nowhere here. Where? Who told you that? The Garden State Guarantee. That's what it is. What I'm looking at right now, right? Uh, it says here, yeah, it's the Scarlet Guarantee, not the Garden State Guarantee, will be available to the student. This program called the Scarlet Guarantee will be available to students on the State University's New Brunswick Piscataway campus starting this fall. An estimated 7,600 undergraduates, including 20% of campus undergraduates, are expected to qualify for the program. How? Why should you? I went online looking at Rutgers. They had something that was only for third and fourth year students, which is smart. All right, go back to NJ.com and check this out. I mean, seriously. But either way, why should any? Why should anybody get a break on college because they make less money? Why should you be penalized college tuition if you make more money? Explain why that's a good idea. It's a penalty. I think it's just an equal opportunity. But it's not an equal opportunity. It's not an equal opportunity. If an equal opportunity, everybody pays the same price. True. They should all be paying the same price, but it's well, there you go. free to the people who can't pay. It shouldn't be free to the people who can't. People who can't pay should find a way to pay, just like uh, students have done, including yourself, since time began. You can get student loans, you get other jobs, have your parents get other jobs, you know, set up savings accounts from birth. There are ways to afford a college education. Uh, Judy, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Under the the, uh, GSG program, New Jersey residents who have an adjusted gross income between zero and $65,000 pay a net price of zero tuition and mandatory fees in their third and fourth years of studying working toward a bachelor's degree. Again, why should they get it for nothing? The net price of tuition and mandatory fees for students is between $65,000 and $80,000 and will not exceed $7,500. Your thoughts? Should anybody get free, you know, should anybody get free college? Either we all get it or none of us get it. And I say that as a parent who's going to, you know, uh, could be putting two boys through college. We're 15 years old now. Where are you? Joe is in Patterson on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Joe. Hey, Steve. Great subject again. You know, I've got a four-letter word for uh, Judy. It starts with W, work. You know, I worked in a factory out of high school for a year making um, plastic caps for Colgate and Crest toothpaste caps. And I paid for my own seat hall. I worked as a security guard during school, 3.30, 11.30. Nobody gave me anything. I did it myself. No student loans. I busted my hump. I hitchhiked. From well, you know what? It's different, though. Yeah, but you know what, Joe? Now it's different. It's 400% more expensive. I'm illegal. I know. I'm no, no, Joe, Joe, stop, stop, stop. You got the same argument you bring every night. Just have a conversation. You don't have to flip back to that. It's 400% more expensive to go to college today than it was 30 years ago in the United States. So if there are going to be programs to get kids through school, then you've got to make them available for everybody. And again, the thing about Rutgers... You know, you're, you're offering free college tuition to families that make less than 65000 You're offering $5,000 to families that make less than 100000 which is great, unless your family makes over $100,000. And again, to anyone who makes $100,000, it's not a lot of money. It's just not. How are you doing it? What did you do? To get through college. And 
in so doing what you did, how do you feel about this? If you're paying right now to go to college, you put yourself through college, you put your child through, your son or daughter through college, how do you feel about the idea that once again, we're going to be dependent on government, we're going to be dependent on Rutgers. You're going to get free tuition if you go to Rutgers and you make less than $65,000 a year. You're penalized if you make more than that because you have to pay for tuition. That's not equal footing. And the idea, is there anybody out there that's being denied college because they can't afford it with all the grants that are available, scholarships that are available? 1-800-283-101.5. Give me a call. I love to hear the story. 75% of high school seniors are accepted to their first choice college. Less than 57% can afford to attend. Okay, so what did you do to put yourself through college? How did you make that happen? Did you get another job? Did you get two other jobs? Were there scholarships that you applied for? Were there government grants? How did you do it? Because you managed to do it. And did it pay off for you? When all was said and done, did it pay off for you? You know, one of the biggest fears, um, if you're a parent, Go about to put your child through college, about to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on college educations, is that when all is said and done, they come out of it, and they're like, eh, I didn't want to do that anyway. Or you see these kids, oh, I, just, I guess I just got to go to college, so they're majoring like liberal arts or something, and then four years later, they got nothing to show for it. Parents got an empty bank account, and Junior is trying to figure out a way to make a dollar. But regardless of that, one 800 We got a Twitter poll up. I'll give you the results. Should Rutgers tuition be free or cheaper for families who make less money? one 800 I got 205 votes so far, and I got room for you. I want to hear your comments, and I got a whole bunch of replies coming up. It is, uh, did you go to college today with that? Yes, I did. What did you do to put yourself through college? Uh, I worked, and I got some help from my folks. Where'd you we- work? Uh, I worked. I worked at a Blockbuster Video. I worked at a sports memorabilia you shop. I, where, wherever I could get a job. You busted your ass to get the money to yeah. go to college. Yeah, right. That's the way it should be. That, then you appreciate it so much more. You work harder because you know that you paid for it. Yeah, when it's your sweat going into it, it feels better for sure. That memorabilia shop, how much was the brown stuff going for? Oh, <laughs> uh, we, we couldn't give it away. Steve. Exactly. 7.30. Now, the latest news. Put you by Community Options. Community Options is hiring right now, supporting people with disabilities. Positions open in New Jersey and PA with great benefits plus sign-on bonus. Just Google Community Options. Community Options, a nonprofit where meaningful work makes a difference. Steve Trevelis. All right. Rutgers has incredible amounts of money because not only can they spend over $118 million on the athletic department knowing they're not going to make it back, they can afford to give out free tuition for families who make less than $65,000 a year. $5,000 tuition if you make less than $100,000 a year. And how do you feel about that if you happen to make over $100,000 a year and have to pay full price? I got a Twitter poll up. I got 225 votes. And uh, should Rutgers tuition be free or cheaper for families who make less money? 37.3% say yes. 62.7% say no. Frank's in Philly on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Frank. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. How are you? Doing good tonight. 
What's up? Not too much. I was just going to kind of throw an alternative out there um, with Rutgers and everything like that. I know something a lot of people have been starting to do is actually community college for at least like the first two years. Oh, yeah, a lot of people do that. Yeah, I recommend that for anybody. Yeah, but Frank, if you're going to get free tuition, why pay for community college? You make a great point. But I mean, like, what my, the, the point here is that why why should anybody get either everybody gets free college or nobody gets free college? It shouldn't be based on how much money you make because it's not fair to the people who have to pay full price. Right, that's a good point. Um, and like you said, a hundred thousand dollars isn't what it used to be anymore. You know? No, not at all. You know that. That's, that's kind my of point. What, yeah, I was going to say. I think that kind of ties into what. Uh, you know, maybe why Rogers is doing this because the cost of college and cost of living and cost of everything else has gone up. So maybe this is their way of like trying to, I guess, uh, it's not a good way. It's not a fair way. Lower the, here's a good way that Rutgers could be able to make it easier. Don't spend $119 million on athletics. Don't give the football coach a $32 million eight-year contract. They're not making money back. They said they're not going to. They've already said the president of Rutgers said we are never going to make the money back from athletics. Why spending it? Right. You make a great point on the community college. If indeed you had to pay for college. And I agree with you. But thanks for the call to New Jersey one on one point five. I mean, seriously, this is a joke when you look at it. Rose is in Tom's River on New Jersey one on one point five. Hey, Rose. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, thank you. I wanted to comment because I saw you were taking calls. You were asking people how they paid for college. How did you pay for college, Rose? So I worked during the day, right. and I did college at night. I took the night classes. Right. I finished my bachelor's. Right. And now I'm in my master's, and I took out student loans. You're where you 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 did you worked during the day? Took college at night. What did you do when you worked? I was a teacher's assistant. Okay. So I made whatever I made enough money to pay. For the and college. then I finished my bachelor's. Right. And now I'm in my master's and I have student loans. Right. So here you are. You're going for your master's, you're loaded with student loans, and you didn't benefit at all from the free college. How do you feel about the fact that now you had to do all that work and now other people will get free college because their parents didn't make enough money? Right. So I think that it should be discounted. I don't think it should be free because. I think people are capable of work. So. Yeah, like you. And it's a slap in the face to you who worked so hard. And even though you worked all day, went to school at night, when all was said and done, because you want to continue your education, you are, you know, deluged with student loans. And it's not fair. It's just not fair. Rose, thank you for calling New Jersey 101.5. You know, this is the thing. And the thing, if Rutgers wants to figure out how to lower the tuition, then fine. I can save you $118.4 million. Oh, no, no. We got to have athletics. We got to be Big Ten. Big Ten what? But the basketball team was great last year. But you didn't make any money. And that's fine if you're not going to charge so much for tuition. But to give tuition away to some and not to those. You know, when you make $100,000 a year in New Jersey, you pay a lot of money in taxes. And for that... We should be penalized? Well, people who don't make as much money for whatever reason. So if you make $100,000 
Should you quit a job and go down to $90,000 maybe so that you could get free college? You got to now do the math. Let's see, college education, 15000 right? Should I take the $15,000 a job or not take the $15,000 a job, the fifth part-time job to survive in New Jersey, so that my kid could go to college? Jackson Howell on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Jack. Hello, Steve. How you doing? Yeah. Um, yeah, I went to Rutgers um 1979 freshman. Right. Um, I had saved up enough for my first year, and my second through fourth years, I uh, had worked enough during the summer to pay for half of it, and took the other half out in three student loans for the other three years. And I stayed on for an extra semester to complete a double major. But on my senior year, um, I didn't have a car, so I bicycled from Piscataway to Edison. Wow. To work for a um, a big brown box delivery company. Oh yes, <laughs> why didn't you take the truck home, Jack? <laughs> yeah, I I put on eighty five miles a week on my bike uh, bicycle. Wow! And then wow. finally, my parents my parents sold their their uh, they wanted to get a new car, so I got the old car. So mm -hmm. I finally was able to drive. But uh, yeah, I. I, I also worked work study freshman year, um, which they allot a certain amount of money, uh, and you work a certain amount of hours, no more than whatever the limit is. Um, so I was, I was at the library, being a librarian at 8 a.m. on a Sunday morning, while all my freshman classmates are snoozing away. Wow. So you know, it takes a little commitment, I guess. Yeah, but you, uh, how do you feel about now? People just getting it free. Yeah, I mean, I, I paid for it. My parents weren't able to, so I... So you went out and hustled, and you paid for it. And now, did it work out for you? Like, did you make the best use of your college education? Yeah, I've uh, I, uh, a double major in business administration and Spanish, and I've been able to use both in the business uh, world. You know, uh, some some uh, Americans can't speak Spanish, so I was a good liaison between the two groups, and I had the some fundamentals of uh, you know business and thinking. Thinking is the important thing, I yeah. guess, and uh, how to resolve problems and uh, you know the, getting the big picture. You know. Yeah. And, uh, but that's terrific. That's, you know, you, you, yeah, you took it upon yourself. You know, you did it yourself. You have kids, Jack? Yes, I do. Two. And uh, one. Uh, You're an inspiration to them. Yeah, she's now a teacher. She uh, she has no debt. She went to uh, TCNJ. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and she uh, she was on the STARS program. So she was able to get some grants uh, because of her high academic standing. And my son. He works for a bank, and he's doing very well, too. He wants to move out. He's going to be 30, and he's going to maybe get married soon. So <laughs> That's terrific. Jack, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. Gene, Dan, Ryan, hang on. Should Rutgers tuition be free or cheaper for families who make less money? Are you ready to work with an agent who does more than put a sign in your yard? Robert Tukansky of REMAX First Advantage will help you take advantage of the seller's market and put thousands of dollars back in your pocket. Michael was overseeing the sale of an estate in Brick and knew he needed expert help, so he called Rob and his team of experts. With Rob's amazing marketing in place, there were 53 showings, multiple offers in just 11 days, and the home sold for $24,000 over the list price at $223,000. Rob sends over two hundred fifty grand a month to market his homes. That's what he spends. He generates a 
huge pool of buyers looking for a home just like yours. Robert DeCancy has superior marketing to sell your home for the highest price possible. Call the only agent I would call if I needed to sell my home. Call Robert DeCansky at 855-350-1015. That's 855-350-1015. Or online at robsellsnj.com. That's robsellsnj.com. And start packing. All Jersey. 101.5. Steve Trevelisse. 1-800-283-101.5 is the number. Do you know Rutgers is giving free tuition for families who make less than $65,000 a year? It's a scarlet program. And uh, you make less than $100,000 a year, you only pay $5,000. Is that fair to the families, parents, children whose parents happen to make more than $100,000 a year? And again, it's not like $100,000 a year is a lot of money in New Jersey. But it shouldn't be penalized. Um, for making it by having to pay more in tuition. Either we give everybody free tuition or we give nobody free tuition. And if Rutgers is trying to find ways to save money, how about you shrink down that $118.4 million expense program for the athletic department that you say you're never going to make the money back? Uh, I got a Twitter poll up, 249 votes. Uh, should Rutgers tuition be free or cheaper for families who make less money? 37.8% say yes. 62.2% say no. Let's talk to Dan in Florence. What did you do to put yourself through college? It's Dan on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, hey Dan. For taking my call. My pleasure. For taking my call. My pleasure. Yeah, so originally when I was going to college, Right after high school, I was working full-time and trying to do classes, and it was just too much. I couldn't do it, right. so I wound up dropping out. Later so, on, I found out that if you join the National Guard in New Jersey, you can go to any state, college, or university for free. Yeah, and you know what? It's a great idea. It's a great idea. And it gets even better because after you serve one enlistment or you do a, a couple of uh, – you do an overseas tour – now you get the post-9-11 GI Bill that you can give to either a spouse or a child, and they can go to college for free also. I, You know what? I recommend it. I, my, yeah. my son's a 15, and I will recommend it. I, I think it, you learn so much. Like, How good was the guard for you? Oh, it was great. You know, I, I really did. I learned so much. and uh, I was able to get a full-time job working for the Department of Defense afterwards. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, you know, it's been like a great career. And you picked really up a well. new family. Yeah, I really did. I yeah. did. Now my son, when he when he graduates next year, high school, I won't have to pay for his college. He won't have to pay. Uh, in fact, he'll actually be you know getting paid from from that GI bill to attend school. Right. Now, how do you feel about the idea of Rutgers giving free tuition for families who make less money? I think it's terrible. You know, there's really nothing that's equal these days. And no. By doing something like that, too, you're going to discourage people from trying to make more money. And then you're also going to have issues where you have, uh, say, a split family where, where they're divorced. Okay. Yeah. And then combined, yeah, sure, they might make 100000 or more, uh, but separate, they, they won't. So now you're going to run into a lot of custody issues because of this, too. Or people just messing with the paperwork. Yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely going to happen, you know, because they're going to try to fudge those numbers in a way that they can get this free college tuition. Yeah, it shouldn't be happening. Dan, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5 and great advice. We're taking this into the next hour. John, please, Gene, Wayne, Ryan, don't hang up. I want to hear what you have to say. Should Rutgers tuition be free or cheaper for families who make less money? That's what they're doing. $65,000 a year or less, you get college for free. 
$100,000 a year or less, you get college for $5,000. $80,000 a year or less, you get college for $3,000. Is this fair to the families who work their ass off to make ends meet, who make more than $100,000 a year? Not a lot more. And, and you know what? It doesn't even matter how. The idea is that you, suppose, you go to college so that you can make more than $100,000 a year. And if you're not, then it's up to you to go find a way to put your kid through college. I'm going to talk right through the commercial break. Let's just do the commercials. We'll talk more after this. This is Eric Scott. I'm... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking to you on a Monday night in New Jersey. President's Day. As President's Day comes to a close, we ask... Should uh, Rutgers be giving free tuition to families making less than $65,000 a year? Is it fair to those families, those hardworking families who make more than $65,000 a year? If you make less than $100,000 a year, you only have to pay $5,000 in the scholarship program. Why? Because families making more than $100,000 a year have to pay full price. If you're making more money and you're paying more taxes, why should you have to pay more for college? Is it advantageous not to work in New Jersey? And Rutgers, if they're trying to figure out a way to uh, make college cheaper, one thing they could do is cut out the $118.4 million million they spent last year on athletics, knowing they're never going to recoup the money back, according to their president, Jonathan Holloway. Highly unlikely they'll break even, says he. Uh, Representative Bill Prasco Jr., chair of the House Ways and Means Oversight Subcommittee, sent a letter asking Rutgers to justify Greg Schiano's eight-year, $32 million contract. Uh, not for nothing, they're never going to be Ohio State kids. Just saying. But how do you feel about this? I got a Twitter poll up, and a Twitter poll very simply asks, should Rutgers tuition be free or cheaper for families who make less money? Uh, we've got 290, 285 votes. And 62.8% say no, 37.2% say yes. Let's talk to Ryan on Route 31. Ryan, thanks for waiting. You're on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Steve. Thanks for taking my call. My pleasure. What are you thinking? So I wanted to answer your question about what I did to get myself through college. What so did you do? Perspective a little bit. I graduated high school in 2019. Right. So, you know, pretty similar price ranges in college and whatnot. I did community. I worked full-time. I was running like 60-hour weeks at a landscaping company and just doing the community stuff. I got lucky. It was all async because of COVID, so asynchronous. You just kind of do it on your own time. Right. Uh, you know, put myself through. Parents helped me out, so, you know, we kind of split it a little bit. But, you know, just worked. Worked my tail off for the two years. I graduated this past May and uh, doing pretty well for myself now. And you know what? For, how do you feel about this? After all the hard work you put in to get yourself to where you are, how do you feel about Rutgers giving it away now? Uh, it's, it's, it's frustrating because I, I came from a family, you know, I had the grades to, to go to a school, but we didn't make crazy amounts of money. Like you're saying, 100000 even mid 100000 isn't really that much. Now no. that's kind of the boat we were in. So it, it's frustrating, definitely. Like a lot of other callers have expressed, it, it's, it's tough. It really is tough. You made the most of your education. What are you doing? Uh, I actually I got an associate uh, in science and criminal justice, and I got hired in law enforcement. So I definitely say I have. Good for you. You know what you are. You're set for life. You got a good career in front of you, Ryan. Great stuff. 
Thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5. I'm sorry. Gene is in Newark on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Gene. Hi, Steve. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Happy President's Day. Happy um, President's Day. <laughs> I just wanted to call up. I'm Rutgers alumni 2019. Right. I'm also um, the Rutgers Business School in Newark, and I'm also Union County College alumni class of 2014. Look at you. Look at you. And you didn't get none of this for nothing, did you? You I, worked your tail I, off. Exactly. I had two jobs. Okay, I slept on the floor at Union County College at my 6 a.m. class before they would even open up to get there. I would get off of work and go take a shower, wow. go to school. Wow. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, they And Rutgers, like I said, that was a little harder for me. I couldn't work my second job, so I only did it on one job, and I graduated with no debt from either school. That's great. Um, I know a lot of people can't do it. But I don't really believe in this giving free tuition to select groups of people. It's either all or none. Exactly. Exactly. I don't, I don't agree with it totally. I believe that I think there's a benefit of going to county college first because I waited a while. I didn't go right out of high school. I think that county college opens the door and lets people see what college is really about and then say, oh, this is for me, or maybe this is not for me, whatever. Yeah. Um, so that was the reason why I went. I excelled at county college, and I said, you know what, I'm going to take it the next step further. Right. Um, unfortunately for Rutgers, and it's known on campus, and I don't know who wants to say it, that, yes, the athletic department is very favored of what they put their money into. It's known on the campuses. We all know, even right. though some people won't say it. $118.4 million last year, and it's highly unlikely they'll break even, so says their president. If you really want to cut the cost of tuition, put the money there. And now yeah, everybody exactly. can go for free. No, you're we right. Couldn't even get free, we couldn't even get free tickets to go to the game being students. That's ridiculous. And you know what? They're never going to be the Big Ten. They're they're never going to dominate. So so what is the point, you know? (laughs) Exactly. You made the best out of your career, though. You made the best out of your college? I I did. I, you know what? I wouldn't have, I wouldn't change it for anything. Um, I just feel that right now, the way that the economy's looking, they want more and more. It's like Rutgers was not enough. They want more and more. And, you know, I'm still going to try and go back again. Um, maybe not Rutgers, or maybe if they'll give me free tuition to go back again, we'll see. Quit your job. Go work. You know, go work in the Wawa, and then apply, and you get no nothing against the Wawa workers. But you make it sixty five people. Yeah, sixty five thousand a year, and you get to eat the sizzlies, and I'm good. Thanks for the call to New Jersey one hundred one point five. Free college and sizzlies. Uh, probably more, more. Actually, Wawa people. Now everybody's making money now. They're paying bus drivers, school bus drivers, thirty dollars an hour. Uh, maybe that's why they're making this offer because they know nobody's making $65,000 anymore. Uh, yeah, right. 1-800-283-101.5. What did you do to put yourself through college? How do you feel about Rutgers just giving it away to families making less than 65000 Wayne's in Lebanon on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Wayne. Hey, how you doing? Good. How are you? Okay. I'm a little frustrated with this. What's you know? the matter, Wayne? I, I mean, I went to I went to college. Yeah, that's fine. I I went uh, two thousand two thousand four. When I was young, my dad was like, "You can go to whatever college you want as long as you pay for it." I was like, "All right, cool." So, I and went you, to Rutgers. What did you do to pay for it? How hard did you work? <laughs> that's the thing. Like, I worked 
all the time. Every weekend, sun, Saturday, Sunday, every night I could get a shift or anything like that. I didn't go to any football games because I was working. My friends are like, hey, why are we not going to, why don't you go to a football game? Because like, I got to go to work. I got to pay for this. Mm-hmm. And then like my other friends who got free tuition, I mean, they're good people, but here they are, they're dilly-dallying. It's like, yeah, I'm this major this week. You know what? I'm going to do an extra two years. Yeah. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I had to like pick something. And stay with it. And stay with it, get done, graduate, and then make my money so I could pay back all my loans. <laughs> did you make and the most I, of it? I did. I'm doing well now. I'm doing all right. I, I've, I'm, my family's in a very comfortable place, but now I'm like, well, my kids, I'm, you know, they're, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm going to make more than a hundred grand, like with my wife together. Like that's, And you will pay full price. Right. And you will be penalized for making something for that college education. You will be penalized. If you didn't do anything, you'd probably get college free for your kids. See, you screwed them by getting a job and making something of yourself. See what you did, Wayne? I don't, I don't fault people for wanting an education, but like, no. it's got to be all or nothing. Or you know what? Don't take it out of my pocket. I paid my nut. Exactly. Like over and over again. Take it out of something else. Yeah, we paid our nut, and now they're breaking them on us. Wayne, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Should Rutgers tuition be free or cheaper for families who make less money? Well, it is. Uh, here comes the bad weather, people, right? The snow, the ice, you're out shoveling or slip walking to the car. The old injury flares up. You hurt yourself out there. Well, you need to call Trinity Rehab. What are you waiting for? Trinity Rehab can help, and now is the time. Give them a call at 800-518-0977 or go to trinity-rehab.com. They have the EPAP machine, which most places don't have. It's cutting-edge acoustic pressure wave therapy that breaks up scar tissue, enhances healing, gets rid of pain fast. Most patients are better in three five-minute sessions. No prescription needed to get started. Call them at 800-518-0977 or trinity-rehab.com. They are here for you. Isn't it time to start feeling better and have no pain? Call Trinity Rehab. They have locations all around New Jersey. You know that. But now open in Somerset, Short Hills, Wayne, as well as Wall and Wyckoff, too. And in Pennsylvania, locations in Newtown, Doylestown, and Newtown Square. Check out their newest location in Smash traffic. I presents a town hall on college alternatives this Thursday night at 7. Join news anchor Eric Scott as we explore options to the traditional four-year degree. We'll propose different solutions and the return on investment you can expect. Thanks to our sponsors, CSI Group, New Jersey's premier tax and estate planning firm. The New Jersey Town Hall on College Alternatives this Thursday night at 7. Watch it on our Facebook page or listen on your radio, our free app, or nj1015.com. Speaking of college, you should not get a break because you don't make enough money. If you want to send your child to college or go to college, then you've got to be able to make the money to afford college or apply for grants or get scholarships or do whatever needs to be done. Like so many others who have come before you who have worked hard to get into college, and a degree is so much sweeter once you get it. And maybe you'll take it more seriously while you're in it. Rutgers has come up with a program where if you are... uh make less than $65,000 a year, if your family makes $65,000 a year or less, you get college tuition free. If your family makes 80000 or less, you only pay $3,000. If your family makes 100000 or less, you pay $5,000. This is not fair to those people, uh, those people, this is not fair to those of us 
I'm, I make more than $100,000 a year. I work three jobs to do it. My wife works to do it. Because that's what living in New Jersey is like. And I got two 15-year-old boys, and we shouldn't be penalized. Do we have to quit our jobs now to get free college for the kids? Is that where we are now in New Jersey? And Rutgers, if they're really looking to make college more affordable, maybe if they wouldn't spend $118.4 million last year on athletics, as their president, Jonathan Holloway, says, it's unlikely they'll break even. Maybe if they put the money toward academics, college would be more affordable. But in my opinion, if you're going to do one or the other, either we all get free college from Rutgers or none of us get free college from Rutgers. 1-800-283-101.5. What are your thoughts on that? Let's get Alan Newark on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Al. Hey, Steve. How you doing? Thanks for taking my call. Anytime. I'm glad you did. It's been a long time since I've been in school, almost 50 years. But I'll give you two stories. Good. One, myself, I can still remember writing the first check for my first tuition at community college. And this will tell you how much school has gone up. I still remember writing the check, $359. What college did you go to? <laughs> Wagstaff with the Marx Brothers? <laughs> no, one no, in New Jersey, one in New Jersey Community Colleges. It's okay. 1970. Well, a community college, yeah, you know. Yeah. It's yeah. 400% more expensive now than it was 30 years ago. Well, I have four children, so I definitely know how much you more You know is. how much more it is, yeah. right. And, and I worked to get through school. I worked to... I worked at a grocery store most of the time because their hours were so flexible and they would give me as many hours as I'd like. So I was able to make the money to go through school. And I commuted to school the first two years, and then I went to Montclair. I commuted to school there because I wanted to save on on the the cost. My kids, different story. They all paid about 15 to 18% of what their tuition was, but they all had to get out in four years. And they all got out in four years. They right. all walked away with small loans, you know, fifteen, eighteen, twenty thousand dollars, doable loans. Right. Not like some of these kids today, hundred thousand dollars is crazy. They worked their way through college. Or how to work out? You pay for it? Or? I pay for I pay for the lion's share of it. That, Good for you. Years. But I, you worked. Nobody gave life. it to you. You had to work for it, and they had to work for the My rest. Wife and I. Yeah. My wife and I worked for it. Now, how do you feel about this? Oh, I think it's ridiculous. I noticed that of the thirty-some percent on your Twitter, who I haven't, we haven't heard from any of those people who think it's a good idea. Yeah, what does that tell you, right? They don't want to call in. <laughs> Al, thanks for the call. Let's talk to Greg in Freehold on New Jersey one hundred one point five. What's up, Greg? Hey, Steve. I'm surprised it took you so long. <laughs> so I agree with you. I think it's a bad idea. Free college, free money changes people's incentives. Yeah. And right, and it it changes the incentives and it also adds a burden to the taxpayer. So taxpayer in New Jersey is the whipping boy and the progressives that run this state don't care even a little bit about the taxpayer, right? If they did, we'd be talking about things to reduce property taxes, not free tuition for everybody. But the the larger issue is they the progressives understand that college is too expensive, so they try to dole out these freebies to their favored groups. But the question no one is asking is, why is college so expensive, right? It, it's not a, an unnatural force that we can't control. It's all controlled by human beings. And 
the reason that college is so expensive is because the government is involved. Right. I mean, it's a larger story, but the if you want to reduce the the cost of college by fifty percent in a year across the whole country, you have to abolish the federal Department of Education. Just shut it down and fire everybody that works there. And once all the free money stops, uh, the inflationary pressures will stop on tuition. And once people have to pay the market price for a for their education, which is just another product and service. It's not, you know, it's just like buying a car. You have to, you have to evaluate it and pay whatever the market value is for what you're getting. And shop around. The free money, right. Once the free money dries up, then the market will control what the price is for any given school, right? Now, I don't know what it would be, but it'll be the market price. And the market is the only mechanism we have to determine the dollar value of anything. So, you know, tuition will be different by state, by major, by college, and so be it. The taxpayer shouldn't be involved in education at all, especially at the federal level, because the word education is not in the Constitution anywhere, right? There's no constitutional authorization for the feds to be involved in education at all. Right. And to make it worse, the, uh, the feds attach strings to the money that they give colleges and they give money to every college and to every student. So they attach strings to the money and they teach liberal nonsense, right? Colleges are left-wing brainwashing operations, and it's because the federal government pumps so much free money into these schools that they, well, it's they, almost they, like it's it's like an advertising expense when you think about it. But how do you feel about the idea that they're giving out free tuition for those that make less money? That's the root of the issue here. They're given free to it. You know, you're, you're getting rewarded for making less money. And you're getting penalized for trying to make a success out of yourself in New Jersey. Right. And it changes the incentives. And maybe a person won't take that better job and won't take that raise because the $5,000 raise will cause a tuition bill of $30,000. And it's not worth it. Yeah. That's the biggest problem. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. I got Pete, John, and Joe. Your thoughts. 1-800-283-101.5. Got the Twitter poll up. Should Rutgers tuition be free or cheaper for families who make less money? Because now that's what's happening in New Jersey. Rutgers has come up with a program called the Scarlet Guarantee, and it's going to be available to students on the state universities, New Brunswick, Piscataway campus, starting this fall. Uh, if you make less than $65,000, you get free tuition, your family. They make less than $80,000, you pay $3,000. They make less than $100,000, you pay $5,000. What about the families who make more? Why should they be screwed? Why should they have to pay full price? It's not fair. Your thoughts, 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Trevelis, 830. Now the latest New Jersey news. The traffic is brought to you by the New Jersey Department of Corrections. The NJDOC is hiring women and men 18 or older are encouraged to take the law enforcement exam for the state correctional police officers by February 28th. To learn more, call 732-655-5701 or email hiring at doc.nj.gov. Steve Trevelis, 1-800-283-101.5. Funny thing about New Jersey is when you think you've heard it all, they find another layer of bedrock that you could hear some more. Uh, 
Rutgers University has come out with a plan that if your family makes $65,000 a year or less, you get free tuition. $80,000 a year or less, you pay $3,000 a year. $100,000 a year or less, you pay $5,000 a year. Now, that sounds great. Unless, of course, you make more than $100,000 a year, in which case you get to pay full price. And what is full price? All right, full price is over $13,000 a year. Uh, not counting the living expenses and all that. Uh, how is this fair? How is this fair to those people who had the audacity to go out and make something of themselves? To those people, you know, who had the audacity to work, go to college, pay for their own college. And what did you do? 1-800-283-101.5. Call and tell me all the things you did to put yourself through college to get that coveted education that Rutgers is now going to give away free because families don't make $65,000 a year. <laughs> and you figure like Rutgers, of course, you know, they've got the money. Obviously, they spent $118.4 million last year alone on Rutgers Athletics. President Jonathan Halloway says it's highly unlikely they'll even break even from that. But, hey, we got Greg Schiano on the sidelines. Eight years, $32 million. I don't know. Did, did Joe Judge make that with the Giants? <laughs> uh, John is in Red Bank on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, John. Hey, Steve. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I just wanted to call up and ask, do you complain about everything? I do. Because this is actually a great idea. I love that. For it. You I'm like the idea? It. One, it's the kid that's going to college, not the parents. I know right. the parents pay. But why are you punishing the kids? If it's why am I, but why am I punishing the kid? How is the kid getting punished, John? You're allowing him to go to college. I'm not allowing him to go to college. His college is a choice. It's not a right. And you have to, if you want to go to college, like if you want anything else, you have to work for it. Should we give him a free car, too? No, they're not asking for a free car. And plus, it's not all free. They didn't ask for free college. This covers, this covers tuition. You still have to buy your own books. Oh, gee, those poor kids. Why don't we do, let's do a GoFundMe to get money to buy the kids' books. You still have to go do all that. So everyone's calling up saying, oh, these kids don't have to work through school. They don't. Your parents make $65,000 a year. You're working when you go to if college. Right. Well, if your parents make $65,000 a year, then that's on them. And two, my kids, I got two kids. One goes to a big school in the Midwest. Right. One goes to a big school down south. Right. This is more in line with other people pay around the country for their state schools. State schools out of New Jersey, big Midwest schools, big Southern schools. What about, about $10,000 a year tuition. This is more in line with those schools than what we pay here. Then you do it for everybody. Why would you? You're just giving a kid a break. Why would you give one kid a break and not the other kid a break? Because what, what are the good jobs in society, the real power jobs? Okay, the jobs that everybody should get it right now, electricians, auto mechanics, the, the, the Votech jobs are the jobs right now. All the rules, the guys that make all the rules. The guys that make all, okay, so again, John, John, you're talking, but you're not listening. You're just talking. So you're on your thing right now, and you're just going to keep talking. I want to talk to you. I want to have a conversation. I'll let you talk, but you got to let me talk. Good. You want to give everybody. You want to give everybody free tuition. You give everybody free tuition, not select kids, and it shouldn't be based on the income of the family. It would be great if I, I think all college should be free. Why do we stop at high school? 
Well, you know, then why not? If you if you you know what? If you can find a way to do it, then let's do it. But you don't do it for select families, especially when you got a school that spent one hundred eighteen point four million dollars on the on the athletic department, knowing they're never going to make the money back. Who the hell cares about Rutgers athletics? Seriously, it is more in line. That schools around the country spend ten thousand dollars a year on college, then get new get Rutgers under ten thousand dollars a year. That would mean opening up the books and finding a way to cause, to save money. Do I complain about everything? Unfortunately, I work in a state where there's so much to complain about. Is it worth spending $118.4 million on Rutgers Athletics? Is it worth giving the, the football coach an eight-year, $32 million contract? And the kids who just want to go get an education so they can make better lives for themselves are paying $13,000 plus in tuition? Now you're saying, okay, we're going to give the kids from the poor families a break. Well, why? You want to go to college, and college costs money. You have to pay for it. Sorry. Just the way it works. What did you do? 1-800-283-101.5. What did you do to put yourself through college? Gordon is in Freehold on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Gordon. Hi, how are you? I'm good, you? I'm hanging in. What are you thinking? I didn't go to college, so I didn't have to pay for college. Okay. So, But I did pay for my two kids to go to college. Okay, so now how do you feel about this? If they want to make it lower, then make the in-state tuition lower for everybody. Right. Like you're saying. There's no way that everybody shouldn't get a discount. If you're going to make a discount, then make it for everybody, but not for select few. That's exactly what I'm saying, Gordon. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. We got Pete in Hoboken on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Pete. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Not too bad. I don't worry. I know people. I know once it's free, it becomes absolute garbage. The the textbooks will be there'll be uh, phone books. It'll be it'll be junk mail. No one will want it because people don't take what they're given. Well, uh, there'll still be some who will pay for it, right? I mean, they're not giving it free to everybody. One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. Got the Twitter poll up. I could read you some of the responses. That would be funny. Uh, should Rutgers tuition be free or cheaper for families who make less money? Three hundred and forty-two votes. Pretty much the average stays the same. Three hundred and forty-two votes. Thirty-six point eight percent say yes. Sixty-three point two percent say no. Where are you? One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. What did you do to put yourself through college? And based on all that you did, how do you feel about this? All Jersey. All Ace. 1-800-283-101.5. Rutgers has a new program. Scarlet Guarantee is out next year. If your family makes $65,000 a year or less, tuition is free. If they make $80,000 a year or less, it costs you three grand for the tuition. If they make $100,000, it costs you five grand. Normally it costs you about thirteen. Now this doesn't count the books and the sundries and all that, but the tuition, uh, which is nice that they're giving the discount. But if you're going to give a discount, shouldn't you give a discount to all students, regardless of what your family makes? 
Shouldn't you just lower the prices? Rutgers spent $118.4 million on athletics. If they don't have the money to run the college, if they need to charge this much for tuition, why are they spending $118.4 million on athletics, including a four-year $32 million contract for the football coach, Greg Seattle? Bula, bula. (laughs) They're never going to dominate the Big Ten. Uh, Seriously, they're just not. Uh, Your thoughts. What did you do to work your way through college? When you think about the penalty that's happening to people who make over $100,000 a year. And, oh, my God. Oh, my God. How could you say that? $100,000 a year. You rich bastard. Dude, you can't live in New Jersey comfortably on $100,000 a year. That's two fifty thousand dollars salaries. Uh, if you have a family, you know how much it costs to raise a family. And why should you be penalized? Because you happen to went out and made a success of yourself. Because you happen to go out and not even made a success of yourself, just made a marginal success of yourself. Hundred thousand dollars a year is not rich. If you make it, you know what I'm talking about. Marianne is in Elizabeth on New Jersey one oh one point five. Hey Marianne. Hi. How you doing? Good. Uh, so I agree with you. I mean, I was born and raised in Elizabeth. My parents couldn't afford to send me to school. I had to work two part-time jobs while I was going to school to put myself through school. Exactly. I now, yeah, I now, I used, I started off doing x-rays and now I do MRI for a living. And how do you feel about this? How do you feel about other people getting it for free? I, I think that if they're going to do it, they should do it across the board for everyone. Exactly. I mean, I I didn't have the money. I I had to struggle, pay pay work two jobs, and even till this day, I make a good salary, and I still work two and three jobs. And, and you did it, and to be a success, and it means so much more to you because you did it. You earned it. Correct. But if you're going to give that privilege to people that don't make enough money, why don't they make enough? I mean, is it that they don't? work more than one job or they choose not to work? I mean, why are you penalizing the people that bust their hump to, to work and succeed in life? That's You're basically the, punishing the people that are, are working hard. Yeah, that's that's the whole thing. Marianne, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Peter's in Lawrence. Hello, Peter. Hello, Stephen. You know, my father paid my tuition on the condition. The grades were 2.5 and up. Right. I cleaned bathrooms. I mopped floors. I vacuumed the rugs. I waited, bartended, cooked, cut the lawn, made a living, built character, learned to budget. Nobody deserves a free ride. No. And anyone who says you're wrong is a bum. All right. Thanks for the quote. Now, Peter has spoken. Peter has spoken. 1-800-283-101.5. I got a Twitter poll up. Should Rutgers tuition be free or cheaper for families who make less money? Free as in $65,000 a year or less? Make less money as in $100,000 a year or less? Um, 353 votes in the last two hours. 64% say no. 36% say yes. Uh, some of the tweets from Michelle, will cars be next? If you can't afford it, don't go. Uh, Gypsy, wrote, Gypsy Soul Nancy, 
College tuition should be cheaper for all. The tuition costs do not come close to the salaries for the positions people are educated for to justify the cost. You know, Ron, should families who make more money pay more? Maybe all the prices on all stuff should be indexed to income. Ralph is in South Jersey on New Jersey 101.5. Ralphie boy. Yes, sir. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Not too bad hanging in there. What are you thinking, Ralph? I think they should make it free for everybody because somebody's going to have to pick up the top. And I think those of us that makes a little bit more than 80000 or 100000 will have to pay um, portions of what they're giving away for free. It's not fair, you know? Not at all. And not at all. It should be fair. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. I'm Steve Trevelis. Stick around. No one knows Jersey Roads. Yes, it is. Steve Trevelis. And you hanging out till 11 o'clock tonight on President's Day. 1-800-283-101.5 is the number. Go to nj1015.com. Update you on the uh, PNC Bank Art Center schedule. Whole lot of people coming to New Jersey. Paul is coming in June to MetLife Stadium. Ringo is coming to uh, the Count Basie on June 10th. Paul's going to be there June 16th at MetLife. Uh, you think maybe uh, we could get two Beatles on stage at the same time? Uh, that would be nice. Ario Speedwagon is coming. Loverboy is coming. A lot of great shows coming. But I got the full PNC Bank Art Center schedule up there as well. The great coffee places in South Jersey. We did Central Jersey. We did the Jersey Shore. Now now we've got South Jersey, a great restaurant called Giuseppe's. You got to try it. You got to go take a look at what it's like to shop at Giuseppe's. It's like it's like the way your grandmother used to shop the Italian markets. So that's all there. Uh, protesters gathered outside the Bridgewater Municipal Complex on Saturday uh, to support investigating whether police officers acted with racial bias when they reacted to a teen brawl that was caught on video. We This happened last week. We didn't talk about it. Uh, we'll talk about it now. I want to see more come out and see what happened and get more of the story. Basically, uh, you know, it, it was a fight that took place at a mall. Uh, and you had uh, the family of the black teenager, this guy Hussein, who was forcefully de- detained by two police officers after a mall fight with a white teen, has hired a, a well-known civil rights attorney. Now, Zakai was, according to uh, the attorney, was defending a younger friend in the seventh grade who was being bullied by a much older 11th grader when this incident unfolded. Zakai is an eighth grader. Uh, it was noble to defend his friend from the bullies. However, it is evident that the officers immediately assumed that because of the color of Zakai's skin, uh, him acting nobly was not even in the realm of possibility. The video says it all. This is from the lawyer. Now, uh, on the other side of this, we have the other boy, and his name is Joseph. And according to Joseph, uh, last Saturday evening began with rumors that a group of teens planned to attack another boy that night at the mall. Uh, long considered a hangout for local teens from NJ.com. Bridgewater Commons was uh, bustling with more kids than normal, Joseph said in anticipation of a confrontation. He wandered into the mall looking for the target to warn him, said the kid never showed. Instead, Joseph confronted another teen, a seventh grader, who Joseph said had planned 
began to instigate the rumored fight. The seventh grader's friend, Kai, was an eighth grader, stepped up. Joseph and Kai exchanged words, Joseph said, Kai suggesting they go outside, according to Joseph. Joseph saying he could beat Kai, uh, beat up Kyle and his friend, and before the fight broke out between them, video, video shows that Joseph pointed the, at uh, Kai, uh, swatted his hand away before Joseph pushed Kai with both hands. The fight begins, the police come in, and uh, you could see on video, you know, what is going on. You know, and basically each officer grabbed the team. The male officer took Kai to the ground while the female officer sat Joseph on a couch before she assisted the other officer. Video shows Joseph offering his wrist to the officers to cuff, but they never did. So now, as far as how the cops acted, it seems to me the one cop, uh, I mean, your police... If you've ever been in a fight in your life when you're kids and kids today, I don't know. Like, I don't think I don't know if teenagers today fight as much as teenagers did in the old days. Like, my son's a 15. When I was 15, you know, you get in a lot of fights. You get in fights, and by the end of the day, you're best friends. Especially if you're playing sports, you're playing basketball. You know, you fouled me. Next thing you know, you're duking it out. Next thing you know, like there was a place we'd go on. what was it, 15th and Central? That's where the fights took place to see who was stronger than the other one. That's how stupid we were. But uh, but today they don't fight as much. I went to my sons and said, you guys get in fights? No, they really. You see a lot? No, they really. Which is a good thing. But when fights break out, like with high school, grammar school kids in the Bridgewater Commons, and the cops show up, I imagine the fight stops. I don't imagine the kids are attacking the cop. I don't see why the kid needs to be pinned to the ground like that. Um as far as the cop who handled the uh, white kid, who was supposedly Pakistani, Middle Eastern, whatever, uh, he said, you know, he offered his hands to be cuffed, but it sounds like that cop handled it the right way. Sit down. Okay. You know, calm down. Uh, and, and it ended there. So how far, what do you make of this? Based on everything that you're hearing, based on everything that you're seeing, how do you feel about this? How much of an investigation into the police department do you think is necessary in Bridgewater? Protesters gathered outside the Bridgewater Municipal Complex to support investigating whether the police officers acted with racial bias when they reacted to the team brawl that was caught on video. Franco is of Hispanic and Middle Eastern descent, according to NJ.com. His light complexion has led many to believe who saw the video that he was white. Regardless, it seemed to me like the cop who handled... Uh, the quote-unquote white team did it right. Took the kid, put him on the couch. Let's calm down. Let's figure out what's going on. And the officer who pinned the black child to the ground, in my opinion, based on what I'm seeing, went too far. What motivated it, I don't know. I can't get in the guy's head. That's why you have an investigation. What do you make of it? 1-800-283-101.5. Somerset County Prosecutor's Office has been handling the internal affairs investigation. Uh, I know what the cops did was wrong, so they should have consequences. This is Franco, the white kid, previously said to MyCentralJersey.com, I didn't see him resisting at all. And you don't see that. So what do you think should happen here? What should happen to the police? What should happen in the situation? What should happen to the kids? Chances are, you know, as a matter of fact, uh, when it came down to the kids, uh, Joseph said he hadn't spoken with Kai, the two guys who fought, since the fight. 
He said he's also bothered by being labeled as a bully by the lawyer, Sims, and Ben Crump, a civil rights attorney that Kai's family has retained. Since the fight, Joseph said he's been receiving ugly messages from people on social media. He's been called a racist, white teen, among other things. Basically, people are saying, I know who you are. You better watch your back. And to me, this this seems to me like a fight, you know, broke out between a couple of kids. Cops came in to break it up. They went too far. Uh, if anything, if anybody needs to be questioned, I think that the cop with the white kid handled it the right way because he didn't throw the kid on the ground and jump on top of him and just, you know, calm down, put him on the couch. And that's what should have happened to the other child as well. Kai. 1-800-283-101.5. So... I mean, that's my thought on it. You know, a lot of times, you know, when kids fight, I don't know, it doesn't even sound like, I don't know, like, the extent of this. I don't see a lot of hate here between these kids. Uh, Ultimately, Joseph said he wishes never would have happened. I can see that as well. But what do you make of the situation? How deep should we go here? How deep should we go with the police investigation? As far as the kids go, it was a fight in the mall, it was broken up. A lot of times when that happens, the, the kids end up becoming friends. Have you, have you ever been in a fight? If you've ever been in a fight in your life when you were a kid, I don't need the macho, and I kicked his ass. No. But, I mean, when you did you ever get in a fight when you were a teenager? What happened? How long did it last? How many times people get in fights? And by the end of the day, your friends, some of my best friends, I punched in the face and they punched me in the face. I mean, it's just, it's just, it was just life. And even now, and do you think this, you know, this got out of hand, of course, with the police breaking it up, but what do you make of the police breaking it up and how it happened? 1-800-283-101.5. Ben, hang on. I want to give you more time. Here's fast traffic. 283-101.5. Protesting in Bridgewater, demonstrators want to know what happened with the fight that broke out last week uh, between two teenagers, one uh, white, supposedly one black. Uh, black kid is uh, handcuffed, taken down to the ground, hard knee on the back and all that. Uh, the white kid just sits on the couch, not even cuffed, puts his hands out to get cuffed. Uh, who's to blame? What should be done? And uh, have you ever been in a fight or seen a fight between teenagers? What was it like? What happened? Yvette is in Somerset under Jersey 101.5. Hey, Yvette. Hi. Good night. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. What do you so, think? Um, my worldview on this situation is the police officers, need to, they need to be punished. Um, you know, unless you live under a rock, you know what's going on in society. And it's just not a... You know, no, but do you think... The, but Yvette, let me ask you this. But why... See, it seems to me the, the one who attacked the black child, and you know, and, and did... Yeah, absolutely, there should be something going on there. An investigation, discipline, what happened? But the other cop just took the kid, sat him on the couch, which what should have been done, I think, with both kids, don't you? No, because... What did you want him to do? Sat him on the couch. But she sat him on the couch, and then she went over to the other officer and was helping him with the other kid. And helping him what? Down to the ground and got involved. I don't know what she was doing. I couldn't really tell. But she got involved as well. She went down on the ground, and when the other officer was holding the, individual, uh, the, uh, the young man, she got involved. And I don't know if she was holding also or because I couldn't see the, the video that clearly. 
but I'm sure it's going to come out. See, but from, no, she's held just as accountable. If, if she did anything to the second child, I agree. But if it was just a matter of separating the kids, putting one on a couch, both of them should have been just separated, sent to their neutral corners, and that should have been it. Well, right, but but the, the, neither child should have been on the ground. Absolutely, sure absolutely. Not not for the not for what was going on. It wasn't worth neither child. I agree with you. And if anybody ever walked around Bridgewater um, and Bridgewater Mall, it's not a, 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 a Atlantic Mall like in Brooklyn, New York. Like, no, that's what I'm saying. It's a suburban mall. You don't see a lot of fights breaking out there. Absolutely, absolutely, and they need to be held accountable. But you know what? There needs to be some cross-the-board training, and enough becomes enough now. We need to do some cultural competency, some diversity inclusion training. Like, we need to do more because this is it's, in 2022. Are you kidding me? Well, you see, that's the thing. You know, in 2022, you would figure that there would have been, I don't know about diversity, just training. This is how you handle this situation regardless of who's involved. Absolutely. And that's what didn't happen. And that that was what surprised me the most. That you would figure, if anything, today, a, a cop, the last thing they want to do, knowing that there are cameras everywhere, would be to do anything like that. And yet they so there was, I think, in my opinion, I think you agree, there was a lack of training. Like, this is how you handle this. Each officer left on their own. Each officer left to their own volition on how to react. And that's how differently they react. Debet, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Joe's in Marlboro on New Jersey 101.5. Joe, what are you thinking? I mean, guys, how come no one's asking the question, why were there two officers in a mall that reacted within less than two minutes? Those guys aren't normally patrolling the mall. That's they were told patrol. that there was going to be a fight, and that's why they right. were there. So, again, they, were, they knew there was a How do we know that they weren't told that the guy could possibly have a weapon? So, I mean, again, we don't know what led the cops to be there in two minutes. They could have been like, one of the guys might have a weapon. He grabs the first guy, puts him down. I okay, mean, but like, they, how do we they not grabbed know? the two guys. Again, they grabbed the two guys differently. But the idea well, is... pulled the one guy off, and then the other guy jumped on the guy on the bottom. Maybe they said, you know, what? The, maybe the black guy might have had a weapon, or the white kid maybe didn't have a weapon. Who do we know? We don't know. Okay, but why wouldn't that be out already? If that's the case, that would be the first thing I would want out there. That would be the first thing. If, if you're telling me that the cops thought that they had that, that those kids had a weapon, that would be the first thing I'd want out before to, to avoid any of this. Because now all you left is a question. Regardless, it's, nev it's never going to not happen. As soon as the app, everyone assumes the worst immediately. No, 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 no. But, but again, that's why you need transparency, and that's why you need a fast reaction. Okay, what happened? There's a fight between. There's a fight between Joe. You ever been in a fight? The, girl, the, the woman cop should have been. She's really. She didn't. She should have did her job. That guy could have had a weapon also. You know, really first of all, again, again, I disagree. You know, you got to size up the situation, and you also have to train the officers properly to handle the situation. If two of them handled it differently, then there's not proper training there. Right, but you don't know which one handled it wrong, because the other kid shouldn't have been on well, the Well, again, the, the kid, you don't put... He, he, he could have ran away. Okay, but you don't know that he did, you don't know that he didn't, you don't know what the cops knew. We do know that the cops were told there was going to be a fight, there were more kids there. So in the situation, the two cops come over, the one cop takes the one kid, just puts him on the couch, the other cop takes the other guy, throws him on the ground. So somewhere along the line, there needs to be some, again, so somewhere along the line, somebody needs to train both cops in that this is how you handle this situation. Obviously, they weren't trained the same way. Would you agree? 
listen, we'll uh, we'll agree not to agree. No, I mean, would you agree that they, they had to be trained differently if they both reacted differently, or maybe one didn't pay attention? You have you have two different people. The woman, she reacted differently maybe because she was uh, didn't have as much strength. The other kid was much bigger. But we don't know. Now, again, him. we don't know. She kind of she didn't, like, sit next to him on the bench and read him a book. She grabbed him by the day. She put him, him on the bench, the bench there, and she didn't even she cuff did him. Have. That's how worried she was about this guy having a gun, that she didn't even cuff That's him. My Come point on, Joe. She, she, she dropped the ball. That's what you think. 1-800-283-101.5. Where are you? Jordan, you live out there. Yes, I do. But I do live in Basking Ridge, and I grew up going to Bridgewater Mall. But I'd also like to add in, when we get back, about professional crisis management and how all police should really be trained properly in that. All right. When we get back, in the meantime, let's get Jeffrey and Edison. Jeffrey, you're on New Jersey 101.5. What's up? Hey, how you doing? I just want to make a comment on the... On the uh... Topic. Yeah, what do you think? Well, I, I think they, 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 the fight itself wasn't racism. To me. No, I don't think so at all. They were just two kids fighting. But the police officers' actions made it racism because what they did is they reacted to one person and then showed the other guy the same thing. I agree with now, you. They, they, she should be, they both, when I first looked at it, when this first came out, I called last week. I'd say they shouldn't be fired, but they should be fired because they reacted wrong. And like you said, the, the, the training. And if anybody who saw that video sees anything different, that's the problem we have. All right. So you want to fire him and not properly train him. Is it, is it possible that they weren't well, I, properly trained or they both reacted differently? Like I said, the officer who put the white kid on the couch, I think, was right. Okay, just stay here. We're not even going to cut you. We're just trying to break this up and send you guys on your way. Like we said earlier, this isn't a tough mall. This is a suburban mall. No. no. And you're, you're absolutely right. All the other officer has to do is get the guy off the ground and say, what, you know, what happened or whatever. Yeah. They could have, you know, they made it bigger than what, what it was to me. I totally agree. Jeffrey, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Your thoughts, 1-800-283-101.5. The Bridgewater Rumble. What should happen to the police? What should happen to the kids involved? Uh, it's 930. Now the latest New Jersey news for 1.5. Last week at the Bridgewater Commons Mall, a fight broke out between a black eighth grader, Sky Hussein, and... Um, a high school kid, Omar Joseph Franco, he was older, and they two fought, and the police came in, and uh, Hussein was uh, thrown on the ground, the cop was on top of him, and uh, Franco, who's uh, lighter in complexion, he's part Middle Eastern, part Hispanic, he was just sitting on the couch. Uh, he offered to be handcuffed, he wasn't, like uh, Hussein was. So basically, what do you make of this? There's protesting now in Bridgewater, gathering outside the municipal complex on Saturday uh, to support whether the investigating police officers acted with racial bias when they reacted to the brawl. Let's talk to Lorraine in Pennsylvania, New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Lorraine. Hi, how are you? I'm good. What are you thinking? Um, you know, as you know, I was in um I was a criminal justice major, you know, I studied all, you know, um this stuff and personally, I don't understand why why two cops had to go on one kid, okay? You got to secure the scene. 
When something happens, you secure the scene. That's it. Right. You know? So the other lady or whatever police officer, there was two police officers there, they should have went and took the other kid and at least sat with him if they weren't going to put him down like he did the other kid. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, why not just take both just, of them? It's almost like common sense. I mean, you secure the scene. That's it. There's other kids, and you see in the video, you see kids flying around with their phones. Ha ha. One kid's grabbing his coat. That was, I mean, there was just chaos all around. Right. And the big thing is securing the scene. And they just did it all on one kid. Exactly. And and that's the thing. But they weren't, were they properly trained? Did one forget the training? Did one react on their own? And the other thing, too, is that when you, you got an eighth grader and a high school kid are fighting, do you really think when they see the police that they're going to continue fighting? You really think, you know, I mean, at that point, you no. probably just the fact the police presence would have stopped these kids and did the one kid even said, yeah. hey, man, handcuff me. If you're going to do it to him, do it to me. That's how different exactly. today, you know, the times are. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And like, like I said, it's secure the scene. It's like the first 101 of criminal justice. Secure mm-hmm. the scene. But you put it all on one kid. Yeah. You just let the kids, that kid could have just ran away down to, I don't know, Macy's. Well, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And, and, he, and, he's, and he didn't even run. He's know exactly where that happened. That's how, you know, that's how scared the kids were to begin with. All right. They get in a fight. Cops come. Okay, stop. It ends here. You know, and that's the way it seemed like it was looking. I don't think there was a lot of hatred going on here. You know, I think there was, I think they, no, they fought no. and then it was over and okay, it's over. And I think that, you know, the one officer took it way too far. Lorraine, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Of course, the whole situation could have been avoided had uh, one man shown up on the scene who could have made everybody happy. And it'll be Anthony in Philadelphia, who always spreads good cheer and breaks up fights on a daily basis. Well, let me tell you something tonight, Steve. Let me tell you something. I'm listening. It's blatantly obvious that all white people hate all black people. There's no other way to cut it. It's blatantly obvious. Really? And why is that? (laughs) Why is that? Now, that's a joke, everybody. Don't write Steve and send no letters in. It's a freaking joke. If you are going to write Steve, write Anthony here. Steve, care of Anthony in Philadelphia. What I will say is that no matter what your professional responsibility is, it's hard to shake those bias, bias that you may have inside you. And it's, I mean, it's, 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 it is, it's real. We all have bias, but you know, your professional integrity is supposed to shine above that. So you make the proper decision, no matter who you're dealing with. But sometimes in reality, people just can't do that. Well, you know, you ever see South Pacific, you got to be taught to hate and fear that song, right? You got to be taught to hate and fear. And in this situation, these kids, you're a cop. You're a cop in full uniform. You walk out. You've been in a fight in your life, right? When you were a kid, you got in a fight. You saw the cop show. What'd you do? All right, stop. <laughs> Get involved with these guys, right? I mean, that's usually the way it goes. And these kids were the same way. The police showed up. They stopped. Next thing you know, all hell breaks loose. Not because of the kids. These kids, for all we know, could be friends by the end of the day. And I got bitch they were. I bitch they were. But it's just, it's just unfortunate um, that it, it happens this way. And, you know, the thing that can quell this mm-hmm. happens in sports, happens in the military, and you get guys who come in who don't, who have bias against each other, but they work together for a common good. And yeah. maybe with the police, um, and I'm not saying, of course, black people have bias also, if they can integrate 
these police forces more so that we can understand each other a little bit better, that may make these outcomes better. And you, you know, know what? I, think, I don't know this, yeah. the what the what it's like in the Bridgewater Commons too. You know, like uh, maybe you need better training for the officers. You know, I, it just seems to me that this this well, the, the training the training is, is is from a human standpoint. It has to be from a human standpoint. So you you, you put a, a black cop with a white cop six six hours a day for a week. You're bound to learn something about each other. Yeah, and probably you know what I'm saying. So it's it can't be from a a book standpoint because books don't erase your bias. No, but you still got to know, like, look, if this happens, if this happens, you're, you're working in a mall. If this happens in this mall, uh, this is what you've got to do, regardless of, you know, race or gender. Just This is what you've got to do. You see two people fighting. You've got to restrain them like this. Is how you restrain them? You know what I mean? As opposed to. Also, go ahead. Not, not to catch up, but you want you want you want people to understand that it's, you know, it's not like you think it is. It's not like I think it is with my bias. It's not how you think it is with your bias. If we're working together, we can overcome that like and organically. Not and we learn it because we know enough about each other that we know how to handle the situation. I, I see what you're saying. Exactly. Each sees things differently because they're with the other person. Correct. Look how far we've come I in even, minutes. I can even learn to like you. See, I can yeah, even learn to like you. You never know. Look how far we've come in three minutes. Hold on. As a matter of fact, I just got to say, hold on. I, I may start singing this myself. <laughs> nah, nah, probably not. 1-800-283-101.5. Uh, let's get Devlin in Pittstown on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Devlin. How's it going, Steve? Good, buddy. How are you? Uh, pretty good. I mean, so I got the same kind of questions that you have is what kind of training do they really have? Yeah. Like, and, uh, like if what, what, what really, what really actually happened? No one really knows what you say. Someone called ahead saying there's going to be a fight. Like, does anyone really know? From what I read, the cops knew that there were more. There were more kids there. There were more cops there because they were tipped off that something was going to have a fight was going to break out. The one kid said he went there because he heard that there was going to be a fight, and the kid that they were going after, he said, didn't show up. Uh, he ends up with, in, in it with this other kid. Uh, I mean, there's different stories coming out from different places. The lawyer for the one kid says that uh, the other guy was a bully. The other guy says, no, I'm not. But the point is, like, I don't know how much fights go on. Uh, Jordan, how many, how, many, how many fights go on at the Bridgewater Commons Mall? Well, listen, I don't think a lot of fights happen inside the mall. Growing up, if people were fighting, they did it outside the right mall. right now, in the mall. How many? I, so you got these cops. Like, if you work in, a, say, you work in a mall in the middle of Newark, you work in a mall in the middle of the South Bronx. Chances are, going to be a lot of fights in that mall. If you're a guard or if you're a cop in that town, you're used to breaking up fights in the mall. If this is the only fight in the Bridgewater Commons that happens, and now you got the cops going in there, it's probably new to them as well. I'm pretty sure there's not usually cops there. Yeah, and I they were never. There. I grew I mean. up. I grew up Basking Ridge, right near there. Never once did I ever see a cop in the mall. That's what I'm thinking. You see, I'm, what do you think, Devlin? I think maybe that's what it was. They just, you know, all of a sudden they get a fight, and this is how they handled yeah. it. And they need better training. Yeah, like, like what, what, what? Where are they normally at? Is it what's their normal actions about what happens and everything? Like, again, and then 
when the one officer like stops the one and turns to see like the, the guy like kind of struggling, like are you trained to like protect your your teammate, your your or or smart enough to say so many, hey? So many, so, many, so many questions. Yeah, and smart enough to maybe mediate that and say, you better get up, you know, calm down. You all right? You know what I mean? Like, find a way to, to with all the cameras on you as well, you know, stop, try to prevent making a bad situation worse. Devlin, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. We are the Garden State. Time to be bold and get cold. Join New Jersey 101.5's Big Joe Henry and the NJ Special Olympics for the Seaside Polar Bear Plunge. Jump in the ocean with thousands freezing for a reason this Saturday. Details and info on our free app at nj1015.com. Warm your heart and get cold. The Seaside Polar Bear Plunge with NJ Special Olympics only from New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Trevelis. All right. They had the... Um, Bridgewater fight, the, the rumble in the mall at the Bridgewater Commons last week. Um, eighth grader, uh, seventh grader uh, taken to the ground, the kid in high school uh, on the couch, the black child taken to the ground, the, uh, I guess, white kid was put on the couch. And uh, this protesting going on in Bridgewater. What do you make of it? Now, Jordan lives uh, in Basking Ridge by the Bridgewater Commons Mall. This doesn't happen a lot out there. No, it really doesn't. And my mom used to be the manager of that Macy's in the mall. And I was talking to her about it today. She's like, I mean, it's common for fights or things like that to happen in any hangout spot for kids. Right. But it's not the way it was handled was completely. It was just racial bias. It really was. You believe it was racial. So you really you believe the cop did that because well, the kid was black. Actually, let me rephrase that. I don't know if it was racial bias. I would say there had to Much be better s- idea. There, there was some. Mo- I mean, it's improper training. In general, it's obviously improper training. They reacted differently. They weren't on the same page of how to handle the situation. And what I was telling you before the break was right before I worked here, I worked at a residential treatment center for troubled boys, which was ages basically 12 to 19. These are kids that should have been in juvie, but because of mental health issues, weren't. And we're trained in professional crisis management, which in the mental health community, there's a large push to push that on officers for the same training. Um, The big part of it is you start with, like, you really use least restrictive restraints. We're out there. We're not given handcuffs. We're not giving guns. We only have our training. So how can you de-escalate a situation with the least amount of restriction possible? That's appropriate. And part of that is we don't physically restrain a kid unless they're showing uh, continuous self-injury or hurting themselves, uh, continuously high magnitude disruptions, or basically aggression towards another child that's continuous in this case scenario with the cops it wasn't continuous right when they showed up the kids stopped yeah as as kids will do you know you got a seventh grader an eighth grader fighting a kid who's a sophomore in high school when the cops show up that just the fact that the cops presence is there pretty much uh, stop this and they did so there was no reason for what ensued to ensue you know and the other thing too is Again, I don't think how many fights are these cops breaking up at the Bridgewater Commons Mall? I think they overreacted. And now what you need is and the problem that we have with a lot of this, you need swiftness, the swift sort of justice. I want to know it should never take long. You know, how long could it take to question a couple of kids? What happened? 
The next day, here's what happened. Instead, this will drag on for months. So the idea that, you know, this is what happened. Uh, if it was, if it's training, if it's a training problem, then this is what we're doing. We're going to instill proper training. Uh, this is what we've put in. But don't make it wait. Because now, you know, it happened last week, a couple of days later. Now we got the protesters. These guys are going to get their 15 minutes of fame. Enough. Just, hey, here's what, here's what happened. Here's what we did. Here's what we're going to do in the future. Here's why it happened. And you need to be as transparent as possible to get it out there as quickly as possible so that we, the people, know what happened and we can all just, you know, put this away. New Jersey 101. Steve Trevelisse, number to get through. 1 800 one 1015 is the number. We hit 11 o'clock. Then it's the uh, Dennis and Judy, right? Judy's in today. Dennis and Judy Rewind. Jordan's in here with me. My producer, who's going to see Elton John tomorrow night. Oh, yeah. He, I saw Elton John in 1975. <laughs> he would have been the perfect halftime show for the Super Bowl. Nothing against this year. They could have done that next year. But, I mean, this is the farewell tour. This is the end. He's leaving, and his his farewell tour has been going on for like four years now. But this has been the farewell tour. Everybody could come out and sing with Elton John. It would have been great. And he's got – he's done so much for so many, Elton John. He's been working with a lot of young artists, um, specifically recently Dua Lipa. And also, if anyone else is going to the concert – just a quick prediction from me. I saw her this past weekend in Philly, and she is playing in New York tomorrow. On his website, it teases that she will be a special guest. It doesn't say for which show, but it is likely she may be there tomorrow. There but you go. I was going to say, he's been working with a lot of young artists, and I mean, he's just a mentor to so many people. So to have him do Super Bowl and bring on all those people he's been mentoring yeah. well, would have been great. You only got 15 minutes. You got 20 minutes. Eminem could have gone on. You know, a Dua Lipa could have gone on. But I mean, like, throughout... Did you ever see the Elton John movie? Rocket Man? Yeah. I think. I'm not positive. That, that's, that's, how, that's how great a movie it was. That you wouldn't even remember if you saw it. It was like, here's a, here's a movie about a gay rock star. That's it. Not about Elton John. Because Elton John, when you look at the things that Elton John did in his life, Elton John got John Lennon back on stage. Elton John got John Lennon back with Yoko Ono. Elton John took Billy Joel out on tour to get him out of financial debt and get him sober. Elton John, you know, Queen uh, uh, Princess Diana, you know, Ryan White. You know, the, the things that Elton John has done just got so overlooked. Elton John's one of the nicest guys in rock and roll. I was going to say, I, this probably sounds terrible. If they, could, if they could make, like, if they, if they actually had a rock and roll sainthood, Elton John would be up there. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I was going to say, this probably sounds terrible. You have a statue. This probably sounds terrible, but I feel like some of that's not going to be appreciated until he passes. No, I think, well, because, because he's so beloved. Look at the, yeah. look at the tour. You know, I mean, I don't think, I, I think he's, he's getting his due. 
he'll always get his due. We had uh, I interviewed Davy Johnstone, uh, who's a guitarist for the last forty years. You know, and the stories that you hear, but. Uh, it's going to be a great show. And there were so many great sh- concerts coming post-pandemic. Now that we're out of it, you know, where we seem to be out of it, the endemic. So many but concerts. Who are the ones that you'd like to see this summer? Who are the ones you're looking forward to? I have so many tickets. You do? I, I do. I have a lot of concert tickets for this summer. I have two sets to see Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. That is like what I'm most excited for because they just reunited with their... One of their original band members, John Frusciante, right. and they're putting out a new album. They put out an album together since probably like 2000s. That's like, hard. That, yeah, that's hard. And you know what? There's such a there's such a demand too. You know, the um, Paul is coming. I think November, not, not, June 16th to uh, MetLife. Ringo is going to be uh, June 10th at Red Bank at the Basie. So I think he has actually two shows in Jersey. Ringo. I think so. He's got one at the Basie, and there is another one. I can't remember what it is. I know, I, I think saw it. it's like it. the 12th or something. But it's possible that those two could get together. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but Loverboy is coming. Uh, we got the entire PNC Art Center schedule up. Uh, you know, there's some of these REO Speedwagons coming. Um, the thing is, concerts now are so expensive that you got, and, and so many of these guys, even though they can't sing, are still in it just for the money because they are the price tickets is ridiculous. Who are the best concerts, especially when it comes to the classic rockers? Who still got it and who's not worth it? You know, one eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. Give me the best classic rock concert you've ever seen, or who's worth the money? Who are you looking forward to seeing this summer? One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. If you're spending hundreds of dollars for concert tickets now, you know when I when I started radio, we used to get free tickets all the time. And I mean, the very first, my first day at YSP, I'm in a promotions meeting. They're passing out tickets for it was one show, JFK, all in the same lineup. You had Genesis, The Kinks, Elvis Costello, Flock of Seagulls. Uh, all on the same bill. That's an incredible and show. And they are walking around in the promotions department. All right, we have the meeting. All right, who wants tickets? Any, how many you want? How many you want? Because back then it was a $20 ticket. Yeah. Now, you know, when a guy gives you tickets, like all the times, like you hear the stories about being backstage, you know, it was cool. Like, I was backstage with Genesis, the cars, and Van Halen. You know, but it was great because it was a $20 ticket. So the record guys would come in. Hey, you going? Come on. Now... When a guy's giving you a three, he's giving you a gift. <laughs> when he's giving you a two hundred dollar ticket or a three hundred dollar ticket, and or two tickets now six hundred dollars, and you're part of a conglomerate that owns like six radio stations, it's not easy. Yeah, that's why you don't see them anymore. But back then it was a lot easy. So now, if you're going to choose, if you're going to buy a concert ticket, you better be damn sure that not only can this guy sing, but it's going to be worth it. To hear what he's singing, that you're going to get a lot of bang for your buck. You're going to get, you're going to know all the songs. What I love about Paul, no matter how old you are, you go see Paul, you know all the songs. You go see Elton John, you know all the songs. Not everybody you can do that with. And not everybody that you can do that with can still sing the songs into the notes. 
You know, that's one of the things like they say about Bon Jovi. Well, he can't sing anymore. Yeah, but you know what? When you go see Bon Jovi, his voice isn't that bad. But when you go see Bon first of all, Bon Jovi's a great guy, too, when you think of the work he does in the community. But you go for the experience. You go to be 23 again. You know, the people that love Bon Jovi loved him when they were your age. So you go to relive that, especially if you're a girl. You know, um, but it's it's a different kind of experience. So who are you looking forward to seeing? So here is another rumor I've been hearing. Um, this one is not confirmed anywhere, but it's just been on Reddit on a couple threads about the See Here Now Festival in Asbury Park this summer. It is rumored, not confirmed, but rumored on the Internet, social media, that Green Day may be headlining that festival. So that would be something I'd also be very interested in seeing. Um I don't know. I have so many shows I'm looking forward to. Yeah. 1-800-283-101.5. Green Day to me was always like comedy rock. You know, there were those, uh, the kinks were comedy rock. You know, they sang, they sang with sarcasm. You gotta love that. You know, the clash, comedy rock. Sang with sarcasm. They sang kind of like looking down, look, you know, kind of giving you the wink as they'd sing. John's in Sayerville on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, John. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good, buddy. How are you? Good, good. So I was listening to your radio I'm, uh, on my way back from the gym, and I am actually was just rocking out to them. Uh, and, you know, I've heard a lot of, uh, you know, criticism about them, but uh, Paul Stanley and Kiss, um, you know, I'm 32, and they're probably one of my bigger concerts, my first bigger concert when I was about, I don't know, 21, 22. And, I mean, for me, the, as far as the entertainment, the performing, the singing, the rock and roll, the pyro, everything—I mean, that is to me one of the one of the most valued tickets. I, I think for me, absolutely, because that's an experience. That's like a religious experience that does things to your emotions when you see Kiss. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely. a that's a great choice, John. Thanks for the call to New Jersey one hundred one point five one eight hundred two eight three one hundred one point five. Just throwing it out there. Who are the concerts? So many acts are coming now. Pandemic is a waning, and all the good concerts are coming around. Who are the bands you're looking forward to seeing? Who are the bands that are still worth seeing, especially like the classic rock bands? Because you're paying a lot of money for these tickets. One eight hundred two eight three one hundred one point five. I'm Steve Trevelis. Here's New Jersey one hundred one point five fast traffic. <laughs> 1.5 presents the Town Hall on College Alternatives this Thursday night at 7. Join news anchor Eric Scott as we explore options to the traditional four-year degree. We're going to propose different solutions and the return on investment you can expect. Thanks to our sponsor, CSI Group, New Jersey's premier tax and estate planning firm. The New Jersey 101.5 Town Hall on College Alternatives this Thursday night at 7. Watch it on our Facebook page or listen to it on your radio, our free app, or nj1015.com. Um, Steve Trevelisse, asking the musical question, who are the good acts that you're going to go see this summer? Or who are the acts that you've seen, especially the ones, the ones who still got it? You know, the ones who still got it. And not the ones that you pay like hundreds of dollars and you go and they can't sing anymore. Or they, they hold the audience out into the crowd. Excuse me, for hundreds of dollars a ticket, I'm not here to sing. I'm here to hear you sing. You know, is everybody ready? Hey! And it comes time for the chorus. I'm watching the Goo Goo Dolls at Penn's Landing. I've told this before. Iris, love that song, right? The silence. And then, and I don't want the world. You know, and I want to hear him belt it out. What does he do? Holds the microphone into the crowd. Are you kidding me? Greg is in Brick on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Greg. 
Hey, Steve, how are you tonight? Great Good. show as always. Thanks, pal. How are you? Uh, well, I'm doing well, thank you. Uh, first of all, I'm kind of having a personal protest towards, towards going to see anything because I just had a ticket rendered worthless. What happened? Of, uh, vaccination status. Oh, screw that. Um, they, you know what? They should give you the money. They changed the, money. They they give you the, the money rules after I, bought, after I bought the ticket. But anyway, that's not your topic. Okay. Um, my, uh, one of the better shows I've seen in the recent past, and they still got it, and they got it, and they were having fun. It was a great show because you could tell they were just enjoying it, was The Who. Ain't that great? 50 years for them to stop being pissed off at each other. <laughs> Finally. Roger Daughtry hit that scream. It won't, won't get fooled together. I think it is where he does that scream. Yeah. Yes! He actually, yeah, actually, he did the scream, and he stopped for him, and he goes, F, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. And then Pete, the Pete Townsend had a headache. He told the crowd he had a headache. He goes backstage for him, and he comes back, and he goes, they gave me two a leave. Don't they know who I am? <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever hear the story about Pete Townsend where he fell asleep on stage playing Won't Get Fooled Again? He's uh, wow. he, Secret policeman's other ball, right? He's on stage with yeah. John Williams from uh, Close Encounters, and they're doing okay. this acoustic version of Won't Get Fooled Again. And Townsend, I was having a headache. He wasn't feeling well. So they gave him a bottle of brandy. While he's waiting to go on, he drinks. <laughs> he drinks the bottle of brandy, and now yep. he's on stage doing an acoustic version of "Won't Get Fooled Again" with John Williams. And it gets okay. to the point where you know uh, the, the you know the pause in the instrumental, yeah. and then you yeah. So Anderson bangs the guitar, and Townsend wakes up. Yeah, you, gotta, you can see it on YouTube. And yeah, he passed yeah, out. Yeah. But he, they were fantastic. Part of it was, I don't think were they a good show, but they were just having a good time, and you could tell. That's the main awesome. thing with them. You know what? Because now they should be the what? I mean, with two of them dead, you got to be the what? You can't be the who anymore. But they yeah, exactly. they still, you know, I, I the thing I, that hurts me about the who, they should never have gotten old. They should have been frozen in time around Tommy. <laughs> And now you see Roger with the square spectacles on, you know, and Pete's bald. Now, and one one more thing I wanted to point out is you mentioned okay. the, the kinks and the humor in their songs. Uh huh. Well, not only were they funny, but Lola was way ahead of its time. I mean, that, those are oh god, yeah, today's millennial. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, really. Today, if the Kinks came out today, they'd be god. They'd be number one. <laughs> Well respected man, all that songs, all pure sarcasm. I love the Kinks. Yep. yep. And you know what? Yep. Real quick, I'll tell you. Pete Townsend, you got to read Townsend's book called Who I Am. And he tells the story that, you know, he decides that when he joins the Who, that enough of this, I'm going to write the songs for this band. So he holds, and they were warming up for the Kinks at that time. So he gets a couple of albums. He gets a jazz album. He gets a couple of albums, and he holds himself up in his apartment. And he's trying to figure out what the hell he's going to write. And he's thinking. He's got his pad, and he can't think of anything. And he writes, feel inside. I uh, can't explain. Uh, something that I can't explain. I feel hot and cold. Can't explain. And then he's looking at it. He goes, you know, if I could put a guitar riff under this, the kinks are probably, I, they were open for the kinks. I could use this yeah. on stage. So they put it in and they played, when they did their first show, like by themselves, they played it like nine times in the set. But that's how the song came to be. <laughs> and they were opening for the kinks. I'll tell you one other thing. You know, in 515, yeah. All right. The song yep. five fifteen. Right. Uh, girls are fifteen. Sexually knowing the ushers are sniffing. Yeah. Odie Colonin. Do you know where Odie Colonin came from? No. All right. 
when the Who were playing, there was this, there was, I forget the name of the place, but there was a concert hall that the Beatles used to play in. And the Beatles would play two shows, and the girls would, the girls would pee themselves watching the shows. And the ushers, because there was no time to clean, would just go spray cologne on all the seats. Uh, that was called Eau de Cologne. <laughs> That's crazy. I never heard that one. I get, I, I'm pretty good with the background on a lot of bands, a lot of songs. That one I had not heard. Get the book, Who I Am. Pete Townsend, Who oh. I Am. It was written a few years ago. It's well worth it. You'll and, love it. And one other thing real quick. I, I heard about two years ago, I don't know what happened to it, but the Dave Davies and Ray Davies actually made up, and they were going to start put, put the kicks back together. Oh, I hope so. Awesome. I, oh, God, I would pay. I heard it. I don't know. But nothing happened yet. Well, if they ever do, they got an open invite on this show, Greg. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'll tell them next time I see them. You got it. <laughs> Thanks for calling, Greg. Let's go to Louise. Is in New York on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Louise. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm okay. Thank you. Um, I know that you're talking mainly about classic rock and I've seen Billy Joel many times, and he puts on an incredible performance. I, he gets in, he engages the audience. He's great. Right. Um, I also saw Chicago, and they're huge. You know, they have a huge. I love the brass sections of bands. Oh, they still got it. Yeah, they they definitely do. Even though Peter Cetera isn't there, but they. Did a great job. And like I said, I love the horn section. So I know you're talking basically about classic rock bands, but I have to tell you, I saw the other night, I saw Cool and the Gang. Oh, they're great. We gave oh, away tickets God. for that. I gave away tickets last Monday night for that show at the Ocean Did Casino. You? Yeah. Yes, that's where I saw them. They're amazing. It was a gift for me. They were incredible. And I saw them 50 years ago. <laughs> wow. wow. And they're still celebrating. And they're still yeah. celebrating. And they're still too hot. Oh, let me tell you, they were so good. I, I, I had tears in my eyes that they were incredible. Their horn section, they have guys that can play two, three instruments. Wow. And, and they, they just dance. They coordinate themselves together. They... They did a, I'm too jazz. Just they jammed it and yeah. just people were on the, on the floor. It was just they were great. I really have to say. I mean, I did see them years ago uh -huh. before they were like big, big. Before they hit it big, they were playing a lot of Jersey. Clubs. They were from Jersey City. Yeah, and that's where I used to go and see them because I love them. I love anything with a brass section, and. Then they became, like, you know, huge. Well, you know what? They're one of those bands that when you go to the show, you forget how many great hits they had. <laughs> oh, yeah, they did that, too. And they did this, and they did that. Uh, Luis, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Daffy, hang on. Best classic, best uh, concert you've seen. Who still got it from the bands you've seen? For a classic rock band that I've seen? Yeah, still got it. They, still, they can still bring it. When I was in high school, I saw Aerosmith, and I was blown away at how much energy they had. They? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm floored. I didn't have that much energy in high school. So Steven Tyler with the long coat and the microphone and mm -hmm. the, the mic stand and all. Oh, yeah. It's 1030. Now, the latest new... Yeah, we are talking about... 
45 in Camden, 35 in Franklin, 33 Bloomingdale. Fast traffic, instant weather every 15 minutes on New Jersey 101.5. New Jersey weather brought to you by NJ Department of Health and Human Services. You're struggling with addiction, medication that can support recovery may be the right option. Call 844-REACH-NJ to find out the facts. Learn about whether medication can be part of your recovery journey. Call today. Your future is waiting. 844-REACH-NJ. All right, 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Trevelis asking the musical question, who's worth seeing musically? You know, concert tickets are not cheap anymore. You're talking hundreds of dollars to sit someplace decent. You don't want to be spending that money on somebody who can't do the notes, right? How bad would you feel if that happened? But how good would you feel if it worked? So who are the best concerts that you've seen that are worth seeing at this point? AJ's in West Orange. What's up, Daffy? Hey, Bugs. How you doing? All right. You? I'm doing great. Thank you. So who are you seeing? All right, it's a two-parter, but I'll keep it brief. Because I got to plug my idol, Tommy Shaw. Okay. He has the best voice in rock. And he's, he's coming. Seven. He's coming. They, they canceled it, so hopefully they won't cancel it again. No, wait a minute. Hold on. I know they canceled it, but I'm pretty sure. Hold on. I saw this. He's coming. Uh, REO Speedwagon. REO Speedwagon is coming. Sticks and Loverboy. Here we go. May, listen, listen. May, May 31st. It's going to be Sticks, REO Speedwagon, Sticks and Loverboy for the live and unzoomed tour. Uh, they're going to be at the they're going to be in Camden August thirteenth for a Saturday night show, and then one week later they're going to be in Homedale's PNC Bank Arts Center on the twentieth. Okay, I'll be there. All right, write that down. But that, uh, that wasn't what I called about. Oh, I just thought I'd tell you. I just had to plug him. He's my man. Oh, okay. That's not that. That was the end. They passed. Here's the real kind of call. Well, I mean, of course, Sticks is going to be the best. However, I was very surprised. Yes. The best concert I ever saw at Madison Square Garden was Elton John. You know what? I saw him at Madison Square Garden. You going to Madison Square Garden to see him? Yep. So what should I look forward to, AJ? I don't know if he's going to do the same songs. This was like in the 80s. Yeah, he's, he's on a lot of hits. He, did, Probably did. he did Funeral for a Friend, which I was very surprised. Mm-hmm. Just the sound was out of this world. I was blown away. I missed that song. I missed that 11 minutes of funeral for a friend. You know what? Some of the best work of Elton John, like the early, the Bernie Taupin Elton John, was so freaking good. Yeah. Yeah. Love Lies Bleeding. Oh, my God. I hope he plays songs like that. His set list is set for for the show. Is it I, on there? I have it. Hold on. I made a whole playlist. So give me a second. All right. See if it. See if it, he's got to do funeral for a friend. If he if he's wrapping up, he's got to do. Funeral yep. He for does a funeral friend. for a friend. Okay. Excellent. You're gonna love it. I'm so excited. I like the Captain hey, Fantastic. I'm excited so do I. Don't you? Wasn't that great? I That's love one of my Better favorites. Off Dead was one of my favorites. Songs. He does. Writing was one of my favorites. What does he do off Captain Fantastic? Philadelphia Freedom. That's not Captain Fantastic. Some, Yes, it is. No, it's it's, not. A, it's it's on. It's not Captain Fantastic. Um, look, look Cap- I, mean, I, could, I could show you. I have the Captain Fantastic album. It it is. It's it's right here. What does it say? Well, he plays someone. No, I'm not my- saying. All right, someone saved my life tonight. Is Captain Fantastic? Yeah, but it says right oh, here on Spotify song. at least. It's Philadelphia Freedom's included on it. 
Don't believe everything you see from Spotify. Captain Fanta, I'm going to give you the... I know my boyfriend has the actual album, so he could correct me, but... So do I. <laughs> I'm saying. Hold on. Uh, I got it. Where's Captain Fantastic and the Brown Kurt, and the brown Dirt Cowboy? Here we go. Uh, don't mind us, AJ. Side one. Captain Fantastic, Tower of Babel, bitter, f- bitter Fingers, When the Whistle Blows, Someone Save My Life. Side two, I got to get a meal ticket, Better Off Dead, Writing, We All Fall in Love Sometime, Curtains. I played this through an entire summer when it came out. When we went to the beach house, and this is all we had piped in for two weeks. My boyfriend played it like every day in college. So I probably great. should know that, but... But no Philadelphia Freedom. He also plays All the Girls Love Alice, which is one of my favorites. That came from Yellowbrook Road, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, but like the early stuff, are you still there, AJ? Yes, of course. Okay. Or, I mean, the the early, give me the set list. What's on it? All right, so set list. And this is in order. Okay. Benny and the Jets. He opens with Benny and the Jets? Yep. How about that? Okay. All the Girls Love Alice. Okay. I guess that's why they call it the blues. Nice, 80s. Border song. Okay. Tiny Dancer. Right. Philadelphia yes. Freedom. Right. Indian Sunset. Right. Rocket Man. Okay. Indian Sunset, I go to bedroom. What else? <laughs> Take Me to the Pilot. Okay. Wait, you heard me say Rocket Man, right? I did. Okay. Take Me to the Pilot. Someone Save My Life Tonight. Right. Leave On. Uh-huh. Candle in the Wind. Right. Funeral for a Friend. Right. Burn Down the Mission. Right. Believe. Okay. Daniel. Right. Sad Songs, Say So Much. Right. Don't let the sun go down on me. Right. The bee is back. Okay. The, the bee is back? I don't think I could say yeah. that word on air. I don't know. Could she say bitch on air? Could we let her say bitch on air? You said it. All right. Yeah, don't say bitch on air. People get upset. I didn't know the rules. I didn't want All to break right. any. Well, I do know the rules, but still. I'm still standing. Crocodile Rock. Not Saturday- to say the bitch is back. We're good. <laughs> Saturday nights are right for fighting. Okay. Your song. Right. Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. Right. Don't go breaking my heart. Right. And I know he does um, his duet song, too. He does his duet song? Dua. Dua Lipa. Oh, Dua Lipa. Okay. So, so that's it. Yeah. It's a that's good a, set list. an incredible set list. Yeah. I cannot be more excited. I've had these tickets for two years. <clears throat> that's great. And he's still got the voice. I mean, he's not as good as he used to be, but who is? No, but it's been on my bucket list. Like, just to be able to what, say to see Elton John? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there were, but yeah, but every song you named, I with know the one I, I've, I've heard of. I know. Yeah, the other one is like, yeah, but the other ones, I mean, it, it, you're going to get your money's worth. That's how I felt when I saw Billy Joel a couple of years ago. It was on my bucket list, and I don't regret it. Like, imagine maybe, seeing Elton John and Billy Joel together. Don't get me started on the same. Stage. My mom saw that. I'm pretty sure. Probably. I was like. AJ's like on the other phone. (laughs) All right, hold on. We'll be back. Give me a concert that you're looking forward to seeing. B.5. All right, so they they reissued the Captain Fantastic album in 1995 on Mercury. In 1996, they reissued it on Rocket. On those albums, they added Blue Sea in the Sky with Diamonds, One Day at a Time, and Philadelphia Freedom. So I had the originals. You had the reissue. I think my boyfriend has the original, but I think the Spotify version is the reissue is why it was showing up with Philadelphia Freedom. So Spotify gives you the whole album. Yes. And you can play the whole album while you go. All right. So Philadelphia Freedom is on the reissue. You know my... It's, it's not on the originals. This was before 1995. You could, it wasn't on. 
You know my theory about the song One Day at a Time, right? What's that? I am convinced that song is about Elton John's struggle with addiction. Really? Yes. That makes I am sense. convinced. Well, One Day at a Time is a slogan for recovery. And also, I think if you really listen to the lyrics, I think it has a message that could be about recovery, but I could be wrong. But that's just my own well, personal theory. Well, right? As long as you enjoy the song, right? I just, I would get lost in that album. That's And that was like after Yellow Brick Road. Same thing McCartney at the time, like 75, had uh, Venus and Mars, which was a cool album. That's a great album. After Band on the Run. He's coming. The thing about Paul is he's like 78 now. Uh, 78, 79, and he still goes up there and hits the notes. And I still want to see his show. Yeah, it's amazing. I've seen him so many times, but, but it's worth it because like Ringo's the same way. Ringo's got the all-star band. This thing you sent me here is really good. This is uh, from, uh, this is going to be at the Wellmont. Oh, with Todd Rudgren? March 1st. By the way, March 3rd, we got Paul Schaefer coming on. Uh... It's going to be, yeah, it's the Beatles, uh, 50 years ago today, a tribute to the Beatles, Rubber Soul and Revolver, with Todd Rundgren, Christopher Cross, Jason Sheff, Badfinger, and Denny Lane. Now, I saw one two years ago where this, they did a tribute to the White Album, and that was Todd Rundgren, Christopher Cross, Jason Sheff, Badfinger, and Mickey Dolenz. So they subbed out Mickey Dolenz and put in Denny Lane. Well, and each one did a couple of their, they did two of their own songs, and then they did a Beatles song. And it was amazing. Well, I just like Todd Rundgren. Like, I love Hello, It's Me. I would, I mean, I'd just be happy to see him, but it would be even cooler to see them all doing Beatles songs, you know? We did a show with Todd Rundgren once at YSP, where it was, the station signal was 94. So we did a Todd Rundgren show for 94 cents. And it was amazing. Oh, I bet. And we did. Well, that one we did. The thing about Todd Rundgren and those that he would show up and play whatever he wanted to play. So sometimes he'd play the hits. Other times he wouldn't play the hits. So you never knew what you got when you went to see Todd Rundgren. But we did what was called the B-in. Back in the 60s, they would have these concerts that would break out. They would just do it in a park. They wouldn't charge anybody anything. And like 10,000 people would show up. And it was amazing. It was called the B-in. So we recreated that. Todd Rundgren did one of them. And oh my God, the guy, he's just, he's so creative. I mean, you know, he wrote, he, the Meatloaf album was his, Bad Out of Hell, was Todd Rundgren. I didn't know that. And he did, um, well, I mean, the hits that he did, Libertine was one of the songs that we did with him. Um, I can't remember the, well, uh, Bang on the Drum. Bang on the Drum was the big, the big hit at that time. But, uh, you know, from the early 70s. And he was one of these guys that was friends with everybody. And now, like, when you see him do that, like, he does the Beatles stuff. And, but he also, like, he did Hello, It's Me. And he did uh, I Saw the Light. Yes, I love that song. That's my favorite Todd Rundgren song. You know, I didn't know about him until maybe a year ago. <clears throat> my boyfriend's like, oh, you know this song? And I was like, no. And then I actually went in my parents' record collection and I found that album. And I have it. And I started listening to it. I was like, oh, this is really cool. He's creative. You were you talking know. about concerts in a park. Right. And this is crazy. Um, not crazy, but it, just weird. He said it because literally yesterday I found all of my dad's old cassette tapes. Oh, yeah? And my record player still plays cassettes. And he had a bootlegged version of Simon and Garfunkel in Central Park. That was an incredible... You could get that on YouTube. Yeah, I have, the, I have the vinyl for it. And all then right. he took the... He must have recorded the vinyl on the Walkman and made it into a cassette with all his favorite songs from the show. That was 1982, I think. 
And yeah, and that was, they were young enough to still have the voices and still like each other. You ever get a chance, if you like Paul Simon, go on uh, Yes Network or YouTube, Centerfield. Uh, Michael K interviews Paul Simon. And it's amazing. Uh, the story of like him and Garfunkel. There's a PBS special called The Making of Bridge Over Trouble Water. And it's the last album they would ever do together. Of course, they don't know it. Yep. And it talks about song by song. Like, they go into the Columbia University Cathedral, and they're going to record. I think it was El Condor Paso they were going to record in there. And they go in to set up the recording equipment, and the sound guy, I think it's Phil Ramone, is walking around going, okay, put the drums over there, put the keyboard over there, and he's clapping his hands and setting up the instruments. And when it comes to Bridge Over Troubled Water, real fast before I get out of here, when it comes to Bridge Over Troubled Water, uh, Paul Simon calls Phil Ramone. Says, I think I wrote the greatest song I've ever written. All right, let me hear it. So they do it. Okay, so they get in the studio. And now he's like, okay, it's too short. Can you write a little bit more? What do you mean, can I write a little bit more? Can you write a little bit more? Could you make it a little longer? <laughs> so that whole sale on Silver Girl came in the studio during their session. They needed to make it longer. Sell on Silver Girls and I'm buying. And they wrote it up real fast. And that became the monster hit. And that would be their last album. And if you listen to that whole album, it's amazing. And the breakdown of how the songs are, that's the kind of stuff I love. And we shall do this again tomorrow night. Great job tonight, kiddo. Thanks. See you later. Reliable. This has been the Steve Travely Show on demand. Check out the latest from Steve on our free app or nj1015.com. New Jersey 101.